Ladies and gentlemen, it is great to be here. We are back well and truly. Barely touched him. Ladies and gentlemen, we are finished with the off-season hiatus. My name is Benry. I've got Corey with me. How are you, my friend? Benry, to say I'm excited is an understatement. It's an understatement. We are back, my I'm friend. I'm moist. I'm chomping at the I am, bit. I am moist. I, I, am. I could not be more pumped. Uh, thank you to all of the listeners who have been asking, when are you coming back? When's yes. the next episode? Yeah, I'll, I'll back you up on that. Big thank you to everyone that supported us last year. And we are now back. It's now back. This is now. Let's call this episode zero of uh, season yes. two. Yep. because We're uh, coming in raw. It's not officially episode one. And we are going through. We are going bareback. This there is, is no this is protection. Us, this is to get us back on your feed. It is. It is back on your feed. And now it's you thinking, oh, you know, I've had my time off. I've I've sunk so many beers over mm. Christmas. I forgot that I listened to podcasts Not on me. Spotify. You've forgotten about us. We're back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. And we played golf today. We did. We did play the golf. The second annual Barely Touched Him Golf Classic. Corey, walk us through it. Well, you know, the, the front nine... It it was it was okay. I, yeah. I got out to a four stroke lead, yeah. which I capitulated the last couple of holes. And then by the time up, we went on to the tenth hole, I had a one stroke lead, a two stroke, a two stroke lead, a two stroke lead. I came back, ladies and gentlemen. I've wiped a four stroke lead uh, for absolutely no reason at all. And the back nine, quite exciting, a yes. roller coaster of a ride, and I've ended up. Winning by the original four strokes. The amount of times uh, that I yelled, uh, fuck, fuck. <laughs> like it, it was it was a big, like, and I, I didn't realise until, like, there was one moment, I think mm. it was on the front line, where I've I've shanked an iron shot and it's gone about five feet. And then I've heard, uh, I've yelled, fuck. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've ever played golf, you can empathise. You can empathise with this. And I've heard someone on the hole to the left of us go, oh, been there, mate. And I went, <laughs> yeah. But I right. have to say. Yeah, it, there was some good strokes all round. Yeah, we, we played good golf. Regardless of the score. We played some decent golf. Uh, old Benry here has got a new three-wood, the hybrid, in the bag. and it's, uh, it's not a hybrid. It's just a straight-up Wilson three-wood. It's a bullet. It is a bullet. It's a bullet. It's a ting. It's a bullet. But I digress, ladies and gentlemen. We have had a big event that has happened post uh, the end of the season of Barely Touched Him. And we thank you to everyone who came out to the live show. That was the last time we recorded. Yes. But Corey and I went on a couple's retreat. We went we to uh, we went to Melbourne. We flew over. And you'd think that this being a footy con, uh, footy podcast, we would go to, see to watch footy. Football. No, no, we didn't. We went I to tried. see. I we, tried. We, uh, we did try. But let we, me in. Let me in. <laughs> Let him cook. They did not let me We in. went to see the great man Paul McCartney play did, at yeah. Marvel Stadium. Mm. Now, this was like I don't travel a lot no. and I don't think you do either. Like this was, no. this was a bit and especially post-COVID, mm. this was the first time I had been on a plane. Yes. We'd been planning it for some time. We had. Like, well, it, it just happened all of a sudden. We were like, oh, Paul McCartney's touring. Mm. He's not coming to Perth and he's going to be dead soon. Yeah. Like I think we the, have to go. The first, the first thought was Adelaide, but I, yeah. I think the Adelaide show didn't happen. Well, no, or... the Adelaide show happened, but I was like, if we're going to fly, Melbourne's better. we may as well go to Melbourne's Marvel better. fucking stadium. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a buddy who went to the Adelaide show and it looked good, but mm. 
once we got into Marvel yes. and saw it, I was like, this is the correct decision. But you and I, we've gotten an Airbnb. My first time at Marvel? Was it your first time it at Marvel? It was my first time yes. at Marvel as yeah. well. Yeah. I'd seen footy at the G. I had not seen anything at Marvel. Yep. And uh, I I got there. I, I you And keep in mind, this was... Uh, you know, we're we're not particularly organised people. No, we're we're not. No, no, no. Uh, and no. and I and I'm much more chaotic than you are. Well, I it, used to be, be more said. chaotic, and now like Nadia has done a really good job of drumming <laughs> it into me, saying, you know, if you book something, you should probably yeah. do it correctly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was starting to do this, and I'm like, yeah. Corey, we should book flights. Yes, Corey, we should book. Yeah, you were the uh, you driving know, accommodation. force. You were the driving force. And for then sure. you're like, no, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be, fine. <laughs> it'll be yeah, okay. It'll be fine. No, we don't have to do this. Yeah, and this is manifested in. Uh, 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 we've, we've ended up booking flights separately, which is all good. Like, yes. you know, that, that's all good. I booked the Airbnb and I fly there uh, and mm. I got there after you did. Yeah, I slept, now, I slept in a park. You slept in Melbourne in, in a park. A park. Yeah, Walk, uh, Corey, you're a homeless man in a park. Yes. Walk well, us through it. Well, I got the red eye. Um, so but, what time did you leave Perth? Oh, I think it was 1 o'clock in the morning. So um, that's already... Chaotic, considering yeah. our check-in time in <laughs> Melbourne is like late afternoon, like yeah, uh, like yeah, one yeah, or yeah. two, I think. But Ben, it was cheaper. Okay, yeah. It, so well, I, who did you fly with? Virgin. Oh, I, I thought it was Jetstar. Okay, no, no, right, it was Virgin. Yeah. so you've gone with Virgin. I yeah. couldn't resist the bargain. I yeah. couldn't resist the bargain. I, I left at one o'clock. I got there at six a.m. Yeah. Uh, Let's say it's all a bit hazy. <laughs> the sun was up. And now, I knew- did you have a beer in the airport at one a.m.? Yes, of, of course, course, of I, course. I had yeah, yeah, yeah. Several. Yes, yes. And w- I, I arrived in Melbourne, and I knew that you weren't getting there till lunchtime. Yeah. And uh, I took the sky bus, and there I was. The, I the looked sky around bus. And I thought, the, look, what? the sky bus alone is already a pretty chaotic thing. I looked around, and I thought, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> I am so fucking tired. And I'm walking down these streets and I was thinking to myself, self, all I need is a patch of grass. Where's a- – yeah. listen. So you've got Downtown your luggage. Melbourne, you, there's you, no grass. You're walking around in, uh, you know, uh, what I can only presume are hobo clothes. Yeah. Well, yeah, my regular clothes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've, got, you've got your luggage. Yes. You, and you have found a patch of grass yeah. to sleep in yeah. in public yeah, took with all off. of your valuables. Yeah, I took my shoes off. You've, did you, I could never do Just this. Just down. I could never do Had this. Had to sleep for a couple of hours and then I woke up and I thought, all right, now it's time for beers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I walked down to Docklands and I got one beer into me. And by the end of my first beer, you you called me and said, "Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm here." On the way. I was like, "Well, yeah, it's going to take you about forty five to get here. Yeah, I'll have another beer. Yeah, here I am. Yeah, and, and then, then we, and we then up. I remember walking into the pub, and it was a beautiful moment. Yeah, it was so, great. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was great. And we got to our thing. So into the McCartney concert. This is where the real hectic bit of the story comes in, ladies and gentlemen, because we've we've bought. Keep in mind, this is Paul McCartney. It's a very yeah prestigious concert and tickets yep. are expensive. Tickets are very expensive. So we've yep. paid I think 300 per ticket, 330-ish. And in Marvel, the way – what $330 got I, I us – I can explain it. I can explain it. So the stage is behind the – let's say the stage is behind the goals. Yeah. We're at the opposite – End of the pocket. oval. We're in the defensive and pocket. in the seats. And we're not the on seats. the oval, we're in right. the seats. Yep. So, like, you know, it's a bit away, but yep. we're not up in the nosebleed. Mm. So it's still like we're, we're getting there and we're like, fucking hell. This I'll, is, I'll, this preface, is I'll preface this by 
our excitement going into the stadium, you went into the merch store outside yes. the stadium. Yes, I did. And you, and you bought a, a T-shirt. I bought it. It was a long sleeve and jumper. And I was looking at the T-shirts and I wanted to buy one. Yeah. But I didn't. You did Because didn't. I, I said to you, I said, Ben, I have a feeling that there could be a point where I can get some of this stuff for free. And then I went, what are you talking about? I'm going to spend $130 on merch. And I did. I spent way too much money on merch. So if I want to buy a shirt, I can buy it later. Or I might get one for free. Yeah, you might. You might. might. So we get in. We get in. After there was a bit of a kerfuffle with our tickets not working. Uh, and that's a whole other thing. But that guy ended work. up being very friendly. We ended up getting saved yeah. by a ticket merchant. We get in. So we get in. We're sitting in our we find semi- the seats. We're not nosebleeds, but we're not close. Mm. We're sort of in the middle. We're mm. up. We're, we're, we're up. We're three quarters uh, of a football three field Three quarters away. of a football field away from the great man. So we settle in. We get our beers. We get our merchandise and we get our couple of hot dogs and chippies. And we're sitting there and Paul McCartney comes out. He and he's playing his hits. Okay. He's playing. Me and Ben fucking. have grabbed each other by the. I couldn't believe the scruff. Like, oh my god! It. And there keep in mind, you know, we're a bit away, so like, I'm not looking at Paul McCartney. I'm looking at the LED screen yes. showing Paul McCartney yes. on either side of the stage, which is a top-notch production. I see him, and I'm like, fuck, Corey, that's him. That's fucking him. We can't believe it. Oh my god! So then. You know, a few songs go by. Mm-hmm. I'd say se- I'd say seven or eight songs. It's amazing. He does Blackbird. Yeah. He does fucking Jet. Yeah. He does. He d- no, uh, he did Jet later. He did, he did jet, jet. No, later. sorry, he did Jet he did later. Jet I later. can't remember the exact uh, thing. He did. He did Come on to Me, which is yeah. a, a a very late Paul McCartney track. But I digress. So we we run out of beers, and Corey goes, "I'm going to go to the bar." So what happens? Get some is- more beers. Now I'm going to throw it to you here because yeah. only you can tell me what happens from this yes. point. Now, th- what happened after this is exactly. What I expected and what you did not expect. So I went up to the bar and there was two bars. There was a, uh, if you've ever been to a football stadium, there's bars everywhere. They're that are just very well situated. positioned because the people need beers. But right behind where we were sitting, there was a conference room type open area. Like a ha- premium that area. That happened to have a bar in it. Yeah. So I go in there and in the corner, one corner of this room is a bar. In the other corner, far away, is a merch-type area that people are lining up for. Now, right next to the bar that I go to yeah. is an entrance way uh, with a red carpet for people to come into the stadium. Oh, and I'm looking yeah. at it as I'm lining up and I look at the red carpet, I look at the people coming in, there's a person checking these people in with an iPad and right behind this person is a big trestle table stacked with bags. These little canvas little bags. Bags, tote bags, goodie bags. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think to myself, self, <laughs> I wonder what's in those bags, you know? So I scooted up to the front of the line. Yeah. And uh, I reached around this little retaining wall and I just grabbed one of the you bags. You grabbed a bag. And no one saw me do it. And I looked around and I thought, well, I'm out of here. Yeah. And you've, you've headed for the hills. So I go back to the seat. I didn't want to make. I didn't want to run. Yep. I don't want to draw attention so to myself. So this is. So this is. I'll cut back to me here. Yes. I've gone. Shit, Corey's taking a while at I'm the bar. Because I was I'm thinking taking, about it for a minute. I'm taking a while at the. He's taking a while at the bar. I was, like, I was we're, staying we're, there for a bit. I'm like, expecting mm. him to come back with a four pack and go. Fuck, that took yeah. a while. He's come back with this. With this bag. Paul McCartney canvas. I bag. put the bag in Ben's lap and I said, Ben. I don't know what's in this. We don't know what's in it. We don't know what's in this bag. <laughs> but I've got so it. So we've gone, oh, my, I've gone, fuck, Corey, how have you gotten this? He's like, don't even worry about it. Don't worry about it. So we, I open the bag 
And the first thing I pull out is a lanyard that says VIP, VIP all access, Pass. Paul McCartney. I've gone, oh, Both shit. our eyes have lit up. Oh, my God. We pull out the next thing and it is a little, imagine someone's proposing to you. There's a little engagement ring it's case. A, a little case. So we open the box and there is a little pin. It's not a ring. It's a little... You know, it's the a shape little of his pin in the, in the shape of his Rickenbacker base with his signature, signature on it. it. It's a little base pin. We go, mm. oh my god, yeah. this there's, is the best piece of memorabilia towel, ever. A water there's bottle, a towel, yeah. a water bottle, and that's it. So and immediately, the I mean, obviously the VIP pass, incredible. Yeah. So it's useless with just one. So yeah. So I looked at Ben well, and well, I, well, I said, well. I guess I get. You got to go get another one. And I'm trying to talk Corey out of it, going, Corey. Nah. But let's quit while no, we're ahead. No point. We can just sit in no, our no. beautiful seats here. We've paid three hundred and thirty dollars for no. them. I don't want to get kicked out because I know what you wanted. And I, and you I, wanted to push to the front and 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 do something and I illegal. Said it, I said it from the start. I said before we went in. I said we're going to end up at the front. Yeah, he did say it. He did. He, <laughs> he did say it. So I go back and getting the second one was easier than the first. Yeah. Like truly it But was. again, it took a long time. Yeah. Well, I had to scope and it out. And I am sitting there. I had to scope it out. I had to scope it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get, I get the second bag. I come back. I'm like, Here it is. Yeah. We've got it. And we waited uh, We waited a respectable I would say time. a bit under halfway through the concert. I a would third. say. I would a say thir- a third. A third of the way we waited. I'd say a third yes. because the reasoning was if we try this and get kicked out, we at least have wanted to have seen something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. after about a third of the way through, I said, listen, I'm going to take the heat here. I'll give it a shot. So you went so without I took, me. I took the VIP pass and I went down. I went two sections along. Into the oval. Into the oval. And then walked down to the oval, showed the pass to the first guy at the edge of the oval and he nodded at me yeah. and I just started walking. Yeah. And every security guy after that, just kept and at this point is is where I have to have a shout out as well because I had a moment where you know I, I can't remember exactly where this moment was because we did have a couple of ales uh, so I've gone there was a few yeah I've gone into a bar near us and there was a police officer. Oh, this yes. is after you've gotten the first bag to me, yep, and yep. in between getting the first and second yep. bag, I've gone to the bar and then a police officer goes, "Excuse me, mate," and I've gone. Oh fuck, the jig's up. Oh dear God, we're gonna get kicked out. Oh dear no. God. Oh my god, it's all happening. I've gone, oh yeah. And it's the it's police f- officer looking at me. It's a man and a woman in a little partnership, and he's gone, love the podcast, mate. It's a fucking and fan. I went, yes, yes, now, we he were, was a fan earlier, of the earlier, pod. Earlier today, we were trying to remember the name. I think I it was think Brett. I think it was Brett. I uh, it's a while ago. I think his so, name was Brett. Brett, if you're a police officer in Victoria and you're a fan, well, thank if, you. if he's listening, he's gonna know if yeah. his name is not Brett. He's gonna yeah. listen to this and be like, I yeah. was the copper. Send us a message, and you are welcome to send us a message on barely touched him Instagram. So in any case, I I am I am progressing further and further through the middle of the ground. I'm basically in the center square. Yeah. And I call charging through like I call Buddy Ben Franklin. up on the telephone. I say, Ben, get your shit. Just pa- grab all the shit grab and come all down the shit. here. And it keep is... in mind, it was a fair bit of shit. We've yeah. now got two we got tote ju- bags we got worth jumpers, of stuff. We got beers, we got we got yeah, a hot yeah. dog. Like we got said, all ben, this stuff. There is no worries at all. Get down here right now. Yeah, and I did. And, and he, I... he came down and we just kept walking. We kept walking forward to the front. And forward. And before and we forward. know it, before we know it, Paul McCartney is a stone's throw away right from there. us. Like literally maybe right there. 
30 metres. Now, I looked it up. We're, I would say about 30 to 40 metres we were, yeah. dead, dead yeah, centre. Yeah, 30 is a good bet. And I looked it up. The tickets, the, the amount that the people f- paid for the tickets there was $1,400. Yeah, oh, I was going to say about 1500 So we... <laughs> We've <laughs> made $1,200 profit. <laughs> yes, yes. And, uh, and, like, no one gave a shit. Like, uh, no, they like, didn't. Like, we they were, didn't. We, they didn't. Everyone around us, the vibe at this concert, like, I don't know if you're a Beatles fan, dear listener, but you should be. If you're not a Paul McCartney... Wings, Beatles fan, John Lennon fan. There's nothing like the the meshing of generations oh, that there was at this concert. There was not only our F- age, fifteen year olds, and fifteen year olds, eighteen year olds, eighty year olds, sixty year olds, fifty year olds. Everyone was like, "I can't believe we're here. Yeah. I can't believe this is Paul McCartney." It was. It was uh, he played for nearly three hours. He did. It was the best night of my life. It was great. It was the best was night of my fun. life. We, cried, like, multiple uh, we times. cried so many times. It, it was fantastic. So that's our off season, and mm. we we allotted fifteen minutes to this, but we've gone seventeen. There that's so now, barely touched him is back. We are a footy podcast. So what we, we were are. going to do was go into this uh, well, very on, loose. Hang on, hang on. Oh, what were a, you going to say? Footy slash Beatles podcast. Oh, footy say. slash Beatles and footy <laughs> slash Beatles slash Formula One. Slash because Formula I've one. now started to watch Drive to Survive. You, so you know, I have been it's, enjoying. It's, we're, we're, we're getting into it slowly, slowly, slowly. I have slowly. been enjoying your slow descent into the world of. So F1. what we're going to do here is uh, go through, I think, team by team and go very quickly because we're now already over time, in alphabetical order, how we think they're going to go. And you've decided to put up the ladder into into thirds. Yes. Now, I think we'll go team by team, not just a prediction, but uh, most notable off-season thing and uh, any interesting thought and yep. then prediction. Okay. All right. So alphabetical order of AFL teams, uh, um, Adelaide. Adelaide, the crumb. I'm gonna put crumb. Yes. I'm gonna put crumb top six. Oh, you, you're putting them top six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me just make sure that we've got the so uh, most crumb most notable off season thing for the crumb. They've been quite silent, haven't they? They've been quite silent. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, uh, players they might have gotten on trade. No, I can't. Paddy Parnell. Any, any any word on him? Paddy Parnell's in his contract year. Okay. So Paddy Parnell so is one. he's got to have a big one. Has he put on any weight? I don't know. Well, we'll he ha- have uh, I, I haven't. I've got to shoot him a message on Instagram. Yep. I think top six is a relatively decent pick, but the top six is tight. I'm going to go with the middle six. You're going to go middle I'm six. I'm going to go middle six for Adelaide. B. But Crumb. I would love it if they got top six. What One thing I will say about Adelaide, mm-hmm. I quite like Riley O'Brien going into this year okay. for their ruck. I'm going to write so that down. So if you are doing – so which what, which is something we're doing, and I'm giving you a free tip on the fantasy draft. Okay. Riley O'Brien is a good pick. Okay. He's going to be one of the premier ruckmen in the competition. Get ready. You've told me that and I've immediately forgotten it. He's Riley O'Brien, let's go. And okay. obviously – Paddy Parnell, Paddy let's Barnell. go. So next team after that is the Brisbane Lions. The Brisbane Lions. Lost okay, the grand well, final. Lost the grand final. Very contentious Brownlow medal. Incredibly contentious. Uh, I'm putting them in middle six. They're not going to back it up. Well, I'm going top six. I'm going top six for Brisbane. I don't they, think they're going to drop that far. I think they, I think will, they will be will. I think they will be top four. Uh, I think someone who's going to have a breakout season is Keaton Coleman. I think. Keaton Coleman off Keaton of halfback. And Danaher. Danaher, oh, it hate, I hate to say it, but. It's hard to have a breakout season when you're such a well-known player. Yeah, but, but he had yes. a pretty average yeah, season. Yeah, no, like Danaher is honestly a smoky for the Coleman if you want a yes. roughy. Like he I think, could do it. I think it. Coleman's a great shout for, yeah. for a big breakout. Because, he could. I mean, look, if you look back to 
some of the earlier games last year, didn't he have some insane stats? Yeah, like at the Gabba, Joe Danaher has been cooking. Yeah. You've got to let him cook. All right, next uh, team. Next team. I love how fast we're smashing through this. Carlton. Oh, I don't know, Corey. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, top six. Top you know six. what? I think I'm going to. Um, I think I, I'm, I'm going to. I'm do going it. top six. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to go now, top six. Now, a player six. that I'm going to tell you to look out for, that you really got to look out for, is uh, Jacob Wiedering. I Wiedering. think Jacob Wiedering is going to be all Australian. Oh, Pimplehead. All Australian. Uh, well, pip, you say Pitbullhead. I say. No, Pimplehead. Oh, Pimplehead. Yeah. I thought you said Pitbullhead. He's an ugly man. Is he going to kill a baby? What, what's happening? He's going to be the all Australian fullback. Now, Jacob Wiedering. Dear listener, if this is your first episode, we do have heavy weightings on players uh, with ugly heads. Determined by their handsome. Yeah, look. Not. We we love an ugly bloke. We do. We do love an we ugly do. bloke. And this is we're going to go. We also in, love a handsome. We're bloke. also going. We could maybe touch on adopt your boy for this season. Yes. Now I know I we we're in, not our, into pre, that in yet. our prep. We're not getting into that no. yet. That's an episode yeah. one, but we can go through the criteria because I'm going to adopt a second boy this season. Um, and uh, you know we're going to get into that, but let's right, get back in. to back to Carlton. Back we're, to we're Carlton. Both, we're both saying we're top both six. saying top six. So you're, for Carlton. you're saying Wiedering, um, Wiedering, all Australian we'll fullback. Touch, touch quickly. How do you think Cripps goes? Good. I think Cripps goes very Me well, too. but too. I think Walsh goes better. Walsh I think goes Walsh better. goes better. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next up, Collingwood, the Pies. Should we go them last? Let's go them last let's because push them we to are. Last. We can talk we about them. We are obviously more. biased. Yep. Next up, Essington, bottom, Essendon bottom Bombers. Six. Get out of here! No, nah, no. Middle six, middle six. I'm going middle. middle I'm six. going middle for Essendon. BK and Essendon. I think Essendon are going to be the surprise package of this year. Everyone's saying Adelaide. I mean, Everyone's aren't saying they, Gold aren't they Coast. The surprise package of every year. But they don't do it. Are they going to make it? No. Brad Scott. Hello. Yeah, I, I do think like it. I, and my big, my big all Australian pick for Essendon, Mason Redman. Okay, I, like I think that. Red Dog off of so halfback. Did did Heppel Heppel's still going? He didn't retire, did he? Heppel's still going. So he's he'll got be, one more. He'll be a spark. He's plug. not the captain anymore, is he's he? He's not the captain. Merritt Merritt's the captain. Yeah, right. So Merritt's so captain. That's, this, this is a trend. But that you know who a lot else? Teams are you know following. who else they've got? That's a, a smoky for the Coleman. Who? Big two meter Peter. Oh, Big two meter Peter Wright. I do like two it's, meter I Peter. I do like two meter Peter. He's, a, he's the meme that keeps on giving. He is. He is. Yeah. He's a, and we love an ugly head. Now, so I, I am a bit worried about Heppel. Yeah, I, I'm very worried about him. He's Look, a bench player. He is. He's a bench he is. player. And you know, a lot of teams are giving the captaincy away from the veteran. Yeah, and it's letting the veteran do better. It's a, he's, he's very much. 2022 Luke Shuey, isn't he? He's, he's very 2022 he's Luke Shuey. So what Heppel we'll needs, we'll get to the Eagles. But I think Heppel is he's in, he's caught in an awkward position because five years ago you could have an easy game off a halfback. You don't really need to be fast. You don't really need you. You could just you could you could sit off a flank. Well, the game changes at a rate of knots. And now, exactly right. And now you need to be the fastest player on the team if exactly. you're halfback. You need to be yeah. Naziah Wanganemi Lira. Yeah. You need to be Nick Dacos. You or need you to need be to slow down time. Yeah, a la Scott, Scott Pendlebury. And Heppel can't do that. He cannot. No. Heppel, he's just he's caught. He's too slow to be a midfielder. He's too slow to be a halfback. And even half forwards now, you've got to push up to the contest. Okay, before we move on from yeah. Essington. Do they win a final or does the meme continue? I think, and I'm take me to the bank, Essendon win a final. They win a final? Year. Essendon win a final. I'm going to write that down. He's writing it down. Next in the list is Fremantle, Corey. Now, I know. Middle six for me. You are middle six. I'm, yep. 
I'm going to go with a bold prediction here. Fremantle finish 17th. What? Fremantle finish 17th. I thought you were going to... And they sack Justin Longmuir this what? year. That is what's happening. So They finish 17th, wow. write it down, and they sack Justin Longmuir because they their list is very good. Have you got any justification for this? The coaching. The Just coaching. The coaching. I, I, no, well, I think the coaching, they've, they've lost a year with last year's season. Yeah. I think they've really got a lot of catch-up to do. Maybe, maybe, maybe Longmuir and the assistants can do it, but I, I think they're a year behind. I would counter that by saying uh, last year I went to more Frio games than than any other games, yeah. and when they are on, they can beat anybody. Now but, I, and when they're on, they're playing fast, aren't they? They are. So they I beat Geelong say, in rounds. I would uh, say when they're six, on, when Geelong was on fire, when they're it, on, it was incredible. They're not doing what the coach tells them to do. Oh, you, I you think, think that Longmuir is a defensive coach. Okay. And it's it, it comes from the top. All right. Well, well, well we'll see how that that's, plays. That's out. that's my thing. The next uh, after that. Okay, one. well before we move on. Yes, 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 yes. How yes. does Fife go? I think he has a good spot off half forward. Okay. I think maybe yeah. Ford Pocket uh, third tall, maybe, yep. uh, you know, Jai Amos takes the key defender yep. and Fife has a they couple of games where him. he kicks a bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He only plays 12 games in the year. Now Kicks a couple of bags of this four. Is, this that's is a, the that's thing a that's coming year. into play big time. And not to switch sports completely, but um, I've been reading a lot about this. The NFL, veterans, they are signing on to big contracts yes. and not playing them until the seventh or eight week, uh, eight week, eighth yeah. week of the season. I love that. Because NFL players, especially running backs or, or um, running players at all, yeah. blow hamstrings. Yeah, like and you know they've really all had nearly. twelve concussions. So if you bring in you bring in a, a tried and tested player, yes, when you're already in the top half of the ladder and he's brand new, it, it's fantastic. And I, I like think that. I think that's a trend that we're going like to start that. to see in the AFL. Uh, bring in Buddy Franklin back to the pies. That's what mean? I would like. Uh, Geelong Cats next. Geelong Cats. I'll put him in the top six. I'm putting him in uh, bottom of the middle six. Okay. Bottom of the – I don't think they're going to make the eight. Uh, I think they will kick off the year where they realise, oh, shit, we're rebuilding now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not going to go. Dude, they've been rebuilding. They've been no, they, they won a, a flag times. two years ago. They've won a flag two years ago. So I think uh, – So bottom six? Bottom six? Uh Bottom of the middle six, yep. bottom of the middle. So they're 12th. Yep. I think Geelong's 12th. So I think, uh, you know, they've got a lot. They've had an aging list for ages. Did, did they have but a couple of self-retires? I, I think that's fine if I'm a Chris Scott because, you know, blood the kids, let the yep. kids have something. Hey, let Grind Myers play he's full a tried form. and tested coach. He is. So he's got nothing more to prove. So hang on. So who retired? Selwood retired. Selwood retired. I think Dangerfield, if he gets an injury, he's gone. He's out. Uh, Hawkins as well. Yeah. Cameron's getting old. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, there's a lot of these guys on yep. that list. You know, Guthrie, yeah, Murdoch, yep. uh, you know, Metagola's so when, been not being able to get a game. Like there's a lot of these older guys yep. where I think this is the year where they figure out what their list is going to look like for the yep. next three. I like that. So Geelong's going to be one to watch. Another one. Next up, we're smashing through it. After Geelong, we've got Gold Coast Suns. Top six. Whoa, he's gone the top six. Top six. 
I am this going to go. This is the year of the Suns. I'm going to go middle six, but I think they go eight. I think they squeeze into the eight. And I, I love your pick, though. Listen, listen. Sammy Flanders. Every, every year, every year people say, oh, this it's got to be the year, it's got to be the year, it's got to be the year. But I'm telling you. This is the year. This might if be you, the year. If you watched it any, might be. If you watched any Suns game last year, even ones where they lost, it's undeniable. Sammy Flanders, especially the latter half. Sammy yeah. Flanders, Noah Anderson took the, Miller's back. Took Miller, Matt Rowell. Matt Rowell's back. Well, that's the thing. Like they've got those four guys who can all play midfield. Yes. So logically, even though I would love your adopted now, now boy. Now, who have they got forward as well? They've got... Uh, uh, they've got uh, Ben King. Ben King. And they've also... Got who, Levi Casbolt. Levi Casbolt. There's one that I had in my fantasy team. They've, they've, got, uh, they've got bloody Ben Ainsworth, who is now... Uh, after, according to the sources that I have, uh, uh, and I've and I've got some, Ben Ainsworth is going to be that high half forward Taylor Adams type yeah, pushing to the contest, getting a lot of touches. So where do you put the Suns? Uh, eighth. I've got them at eighth. You've got them in the middle six, then. Yes, okay. middle six, but eighth. Yes. All right. After I the like Suns. It. After the Suns, we've got the GWS Giants. Oh, I've see, got them tough. top four. I've yeah, got them I'll, top four. I'll have them in the top six. Yeah, top six. Uh, what else is there to say? Uh, they've just got a. There's a big, big sound. They've got a ripper list. They've there got is a big, big, big sound. Big sound coming I from think, the west side uh, of town. If I'm going to give a hot take about this team, um, if anyone's going to be a surprise All Australian, it's Connor Iden off of halfback. He is. He had a ripper final series. If there's uh, if there's one thing we'll say. Oh if, no, I've got a hot take. Yes, Toby Green for the Coleman. Okay. Toby Green to kick the most goals in well, the he, season. He put in a lot of work last year uh, through the half forward line. He did. I would not be surprised if um, he can kick four goals. He's a game. getting. He's getting on. I wouldn't be surprised if, at least for some games, they push him just a well, bit. Well, they bit haven't more really got a key. He's their leading goal kicker. Yeah. And. I don't think that Aaron Cadman's ready to no. take over. And if there's one thing I'll say about the Giants, uh, we do like to talk about transition football. Oh, God, it's, they love a transition. The, oh, yes. the Orange Tsunami, it was hot last it year. It was hot And as. if you think um, old Ben Kingsley, I know that's not his name. Yes, yes, Adam. Adam, yes. Adam Kingsley. Uh, if you think he's going to rest on his laurels and, and play the exact same style of football when they were already so dynamic... You got another thing coming. Nah, they, coming. They are going to be even more dynamic this Next year. Next up, an interesting one. We've got the Hawthorne Hawks. Now, now I what love do the you Hawks. think? What do you think about this? I mate? love the Hawks. Yeah. So they were very low on the ladder, sixteen. Uh, but I feel like their win loss record wasn't indicative of how no, they spicy all, they, they were. They almost got some spicy. They scouts. did. They did. They have a young side. They have a a, a very recognisable brand of football. They yes. rebound. Transition and two football. big ins coming in that maybe were a bit injury hindered last year. One being Mitch Lewis, yes, big key forward. The other being CJ Chankwith Jarth. I'm going middle six. I think they are middle six as well. I yep. think they're bottom of the middle six. Yeah, but they are there. They're going to improve on their win loss record of last I, year. I like what Sam Mitchell's trying to do. Yep, um, with the coaching, it's attacking. Yeah. Attacking football. Rebound. He's there. using the tools that he has, which is leg speed and uh, transition football. Now, here's a really spicy one. We've got Howie coming over to say good day. Hello, Hello little boy. He's, uh, we, have got no, a, we have no visual recording of this pod. But, but he's uh, very Howie, cute. Howie Just is take, a tiny dog. Take our word for it. He's very cute. Melbourne. 
Melbourne. Oh. Okay. Well, like all you've got. I we've d- got to talk about, think about this one. We've got to talk about the two big things that have happened in the Clayton off season. Clayton Oliver. Is he and a drug Joel addict? Smith. Well, I don't know if Clayton Oliver's a drug addict. I think but he's a drug addict. I think he's. Oh, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. <laughs> Howie, are you going to say it? He's Howie. <laughs> Howie's come straight in the second that Corey's called Clayton Oliver a drug addict. Now maybe he's gone, it's, oh! it's Howie a drug addict. It's Howie a drug addict. I don't know. I don't know. But you've also got Joel Smith, who is confirmed testing positive for cocaine. Yeah, it's in round twenty three. Are, are the wheels are falling the wheels off? Are the wheels falling off? I don't know. I'm inclined to say yes. I'm inclined to say yes because as well. then you've got. And keep in mind. After the first year of us doing the podcast, I was like, I don't want to say anything bad about anybody. I really no. didn't. Unless That's why you left it to me. Uh, yeah, I let you do it. <laughs> but I've also heard stuff about Simon Goodwin. I've heard some stuff, you know, like yeah. I've heard. That and the PR a- machine down at Melbourne is doing a great job they're of holding do- all this shit in. They're on overhaul. Now, I don't know. This is, I could be completely wrong, but. Are the wheels falling When off? I look at press conferences with Simon, Simon Goodwin, ah, I think. The wheels Is this man. Off. Is this man on the gear? I don't know. I don't know. We don't it, know. It, we don't, we know. don't know. I could be absolutely That's an wrong. Unsubstantiated claim. But when I think, when I compare him to all the other coaches, if I was going to pick any coach, I'd where I'm like, him. this yeah. guy's no, a I'm bit, with you on that. This guy's a little bit off the rails. Top six. It's a good one. Middle six. Middle six. Middle you six. Know what? I'm going to go with you there. Middle six. I think they could miss the eight. But not by much. So I think it's going to be a spicy season and Melbourne finish ninth or 10th. That's what I think. And we will, as the the episodes lead up to the start of the season, uh, be talking a little bit more about Clayton Oliver, I think. We will. Um, He needs a missus. That's what I think. Uh, Yeah, that's an interesting theory that you've had for quite some time. It's the same theory I've had with Jake Stringer. Yes. So you think about Clayton Oliver. He's been paid a million dollars a season because he's one of the best players in the the world. He's literally, when he's on, the best player in the league. I would say that. Um, What he needs... Is a lady, is a lady or yeah. a man? I don't know. Uh, we don't know. Either or. Not that there's Either anything wrong with that, or. but he, a partner. We are an LGBTI plus. We are pod. allies. We are absolutely allies. He needs uh, someone at home who's going to say, Clayton. Pull maybe your, we should just go to bed your at nine thirty. Maybe we should just go to bed at nine thirty. Do you want to? Instead of going out, we can watch the OC. You know, we can, we can, I we like can, that. you know, I've cooked up. Watch some uh, family guy. We, I've cooked up a Caesar salad, Howie. Uh, I'm talking about <laughs> Howie's right in the middle of me here, not Clayton. Howie's chewing on the cord uh, and uh, it's okay. <laughs> Nadia's come in to get the dog. I love it. But either way, Howie could use, Clayton could use a lady. Uh, Next North, North Melbourne. Okay. North Melbourne. Now, you go. They, they're going to go bottom six, but the top. Of the bottom six. Yeah, bottom six for they're, me as well. They're young guns. They're young guns are going to fire up. LDU. You've got Georgie Wardlaw. Yeah. You've got LDU. You've got Harry Sheasel. Yeah. And you've got another and guy, I, Colby McKercher, who is going to be, from all accounts, starting at centre bounces. The, the, the round one. So if you're a fantasy player, and I know you could probably be listening to the fantasy podcast. We're not a fantasy podcast. But listen yeah. to me right now. Mm. Colby McKercher, start him in your midfield. Now, what I Do will it. say about North is that they're going to go the top of the bottom six, if that makes sense. So but that would be I, 13th. I think they're going to claim some unexpected Big scalps oh, hell throughout yeah. the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think so too. Teams that are cruising through and at third and fourth are going to lose to North. Yes, I, I agree They're going to get overrun by the youth. 
but the youth are not going to be able to back it up every week. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's my prediction. So, okay, all right, I like it, I like it. After North Melbourne, we've got Port Adelaide. Oh, okay. Huge one. Now, okay. I'm going to give you a hot take straight off the bat here. I think Port Adelaide are the biggest. Where, I don't know where to put them. The biggest sliders. I think sliders. Be Port Adelaide. Go I down. Think Port Adelaide go down. And I think Port Adelaide go bottom okay. six. I tell you what. Bottom six. I'm not even going to put them. I'm not even going to put them in a bracket. I'm going to go put a big arrow on the paper and I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to put both. Bottom six. B and K, Port. I'm not going to put them in the top. I'm not going to put them in the middle. I'm not going to put I them in the bottom. I'm just going to put a big arrow sliding down because I agree with you. Think about how chaotic Ken Hinckley's tenure has been. Well, the 11 wins in a row. Were 11 pretty, wins in a row was a, it was a fugazi. But then what did they do? They, they straight sets. They were terrible. Straight sets out. They were awful. I think they are going to finish Near the bottom. Wow. I think that's what that that's wow. that's the hottest take of this podcast. So if if that if the season plays out like that, let's speculate. How far through the season does Ken Hinckley last? Uh I would say round fourteen. Then wow, he, that then far. He, gets, uh, he just, lasts that say, long. I'm going to say round nine. Oh, that would be juicy. Okay, that I'm, would be juicy. I'm write round nine and but I think uh, sixteen. Uh, uh, a saving grace, I think Radigalee is going to be good as an intercept marker. I think I, he's going to be good. I'm still not sold on Radigalee. I don't think he's um, – Yeah, not great. Richmond. Richmond. Richmond, bottom six for me. Yeah, it's going to be bottom, bottom six. six. They, so need, think, they need a year out. They just have to. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they, have, to. they have to. They have uh, to. Uh, if, if anyone's going to make All-Australian, it'll be Taranto, I think. Taranto is going to be their now, best player, the getting most the most touches. interesting off-season thing about – uh, Richmond, there's a new um, players association union agreement with the media where they have to give they five minutes or whatever. Yeah, they have to give an interview. Dustin Martin's uh, management has come out and said he will absolutely, absolutely not do that. And I love that from so. their management. Yeah, that's so funny <laughs> because you look at every Dustin Martin interview ever, and it's not Wait, gr- what. No, he's just like, I oh, yeah, just looking to play good footy. Uh, you yeah, know, oh, he's getting out there. If you uh, interview Dusty Martin at halftime, you get what you pay for. Yeah, you know what you're gonna get. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Uh, Saint Kilda, bottom six. I think bottom six think as bottom well. Six. I think bottom six. Um, I don't think they've got the list to be contending and I think Ross Lyon I think, is. Um, they, they performed out of their skin yeah. uh, last season uh, more because the other team. and I know this is a, a bit of a platitude, but more because other teams lost, not because yeah. they well, won. Well, also I think, like, I don't think Ross Lyon is a modern coach still. I think it's still no. going to catch up with him no. and it's going to be... Oh, all of our guys are on half back. Why are we getting goals kicked yep. on us? Yeah, they're and gonna have a lot of they're gonna have a lot of honourable losses. Yeah, and they have yeah. some they have some great players that I think are ha- gonna have fantastic years. Oh, Wanganee Malira, Machido Owens. Yeah, um, for sure. I think Higgins is gonna have another Renowned really good year. Key forwards. Renowned key forward, Machido Owens. Owens. Well, he's bulked up. He's bulked up a lot in the off season, so he can be considered perhaps a key forward. Uh, next, we've got Sydney Swans. Now, hot take here. This is an interesting one. Here. Interesting one here. Now, I think Sydney. Now they've got Golden. Can win the flag. Whoa! Yeah, I, I think, did not expect think, you to say that. I think that. Sydney can wow. absolutely win the flag. All right, I'm putting that. Obviously, up the top. we're going to predict uh, our our beautiful team, the Pies. Wow! But if it's not the Pies, it's going to be Sydney. Wow! After okay. eight, yeah, no, eighth is a misdemeanor for them last year. Okay, you know what? Uh, you I'll, look I'll at them in the, you look at Sid, you look at Sydney's list. 
They've got the lizard Nick Blakey off of halfback. Oh, I love the lizard. They've got Errol Goulden. In the you, midfield. You got me onto the Lizard last season. Lizard he, he, is a... He very quickly became got, one of my favourite They've players. got Tommy Paps. Yeah, love that. They've got, uh, what's his name, uh, Braden Campbell. They've yeah, got that little it. kid who can kick a goal or two. And they have a recognisable... Callum uh, Mills. Style. They've got a, a recognisable style. And now they've added into that midfield Brody Grundy <laughs> and Taylor Adams. Yep. That is... That is an upgrade. That is an absolute yeah, I upgrade. About Taylor They've Adams. got Chad Warner. They've got Taylor Adams. They've got, so in the midfield, Grundy hitting it out to Adams, to Adams. Warner, and Mills. Oh, good God! That is a fucking gun midfield. You know what? That is a gun. You've, you've got me. Sydney. That's a, that's a good can shout. win the flag. That's I'm telling shout. you right now. And Errol Goulden can win the Brownlow. Any off-season? Any off-season comments about Sydney? They've um, been relatively quiet, haven't they? Chad Warner follows me on Instagram and TikTok. Wow! And uh, he uh, looks any, like he loves the horses. Any dick pictures? No, no, okay. he didn't send me any dick pictures. No, I mean, did you I, send him any? Yes, because oh, he's a gun. Uh, <laughs> and I would say that Chad, uh, it, it looks like the Sydney boys like the horse races a little bit. Yeah, they do. And we, next time they come over here, I reckon we could maybe get them on the pod. Hello. Next time we could. Yeah, yeah, yeah perhaps. I'll, I'll hello, send a message hello. to Chad. All right, next, next up. up. After the Swannies, we have got the West Coast Eagles. Now, before we get to the West Coast Eagles, We've got the top six, middle six, and bottom six. Who here have you on written my, down? Because I've on been my, looking uh, on my thing. The bottom six is looking very empty. Yeah, everything's going mid and top. And I, I knew that this would happen, but perhaps the the next few teams. Well, the West Coast Eagles. I'm fine with putting six. them both there. Bottom six. West Coast Eagles. West bottom Coast six. Eagles. Bottom yeah, yeah. six. Now again, this is going to go the way of North, where I think. Um, they're going to play out of their skins yeah. and have some honourable losses. But also but finish topple topple some time. I think they're probably you, if you want to predict a wooden spooner, it's probably going to be the Eagles. Let's be real. Yeah, let's, look, be, let's be real. It's it's them or them or north. Them or north. Yep. Them or north. Yep. Perhaps Richmond. Perhaps honestly, Richmond. perhaps I, Richmond. As you said that, I looked down and saw Richmond. Yeah. Probably. So I I think West Coast is a good pick. I think they'll be better than last year, but yeah. still losing. Um, Still losing. Harley Reid, good or no? Well, they're, they're looking, uh, according to Adam Simpson, to play him off of halfback. Right. Which is, does I think, Does he come out cari- firing or does he take I think he comes out firing. I think he comes, I think out, he comes out, firing. out firing, wins the rising star. Yeah. And because that's where you go to get easy touches yep. these days. Uh, I think he and comes out. I think he comes out firing and he's maybe a top three in oh, their best and fairest. Speaking of the Eagles, um, right at the top we talked about um, the Crows who picked yes. up. Daniel Dan Curtin. Curtin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hoping the Eagles would get Curtin because he's my Well, I have, I, uh, I have, think Curtin's going to explode. I have commentated a game with him in the Waffle. You've watched uh, him? I've, I've, I watched him playing for, I believe it was Peel. What did you think? Oh, it, I forget. It might have been Claremont actually. I forget. But I remember him being in the game and, you know, he was playing key back. So mm. he's not going to get too many touches. I think yeah. he got about eight or nine disposals. But he didn't look out of place playing senior footy. Yep. The intercept mark, he looked big. He looked very tall. Yep. Ready for his, to go. Looked very raring to go for senior footy. So yep. I think Crows are going to start him immediately. Yep. Like you know, they 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 are lacking height. Like I that. think back there, especially when guys like Nick Murray and they've lost Duday as well. They've, so they, I they I think Duday. Curtin comes straight in. Yeah, I think love Curtin that. Comes straight in. Uh, all right, and is there any more teams? Western the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. So I think bottom six. Bottom six for the dogs. They're going to slip. Bottom They've six, they're going to slip. But what I think may be, pushing you know, love I've, into al- the I've al- yeah, I've already called um, uh, what's his face for the Coleman, Peter Wright. 
Too I think Pina. actually Jamara Hagen could have a Coleman year. If they play Norton yeah. back. If Which they, play, they should. They should. They should play Norton Every back. time he slips back there momentarily, he's unbelievably he looks like good. He looks like Jeremy McGovern. He looks like Jeremy McGovern intercept marking everything. As a junior footballer yeah. in Western Australia, he was a bagman. Yeah, and an intercept marking clunker. Yeah. And they put him back momentarily. He is a gun. So when I say Bulldogs finish bottom six, that's me not having faith in Bevo. That's yep. uh, and I I love Bevo, but the time As has come. The time way. has come. As so I think they this is the year they bottom out. Bevo coaches out the year and they go with another coach for twenty twenty five. That's now, what I think happens. That's all the teams. We've we're got gonna the, go predictions, but we'll go pies. We've got we've got to go we pies. Forgot about the pies. So we forgot about the pies. We forgot about the pies. So you first. So where do they finish? Oh, yeah. top six. Uh, yeah, top six. Top yeah, six it's got to sure. be. It's got to be top six. And of, of course, we're biased, ladies and gentlemen. So take this with hey, a grain of salt, dear hiding, listeners. We're but not you know, the bias. you did predict them to win the flag last year, and they did. They did. Now, I, I did put a post up on uh, the Collingwood subreddit yes. last week. Yes, and we shouts have, out to the Collingwood subreddit. We have had a, a bit of feedback here. I, I, I asked for uh, predictions, highlights, lowlights, um, general general chatter. We, yes. we have a little bit here. Um, memories of Mikhail, the username. Uh, predictions. Great name. Uh, fly to continue to lead a group of underrated players to a premiership, reminding us that it doesn't matter where you're drafted if you play as a team. Yeah. At least one player previously discarded or unsigned will break out this year in Pies Colours. They may not be signed yet. Now, Schultz. Schultz. Schultz is the one that comes Schultz to mind there. for that. Well, because... Like I believe he led Frio's goal kicking last year, didn't he? Or he no, might have Amos did. He was second. He Sorry, Amos second. did. He was yeah. second. Yeah. Lockie Schultz is perfect Huge. for Collingwood, yeah. and I, especially uh, this user's next point: trading Ginevan sees little downturn. No, and no, I agree no, with that. It, it, of course, like. I, and it's, I, I like that Ginevan I love was, Ginevan that and did, I think, did his dash and I love that he's going to Hawthorne. I think he'll excel at he's Hawthorne. He's going to be great. He, he'll be he's great be there. Great. But when you talk about what. What fits with what team? Um, this Lockie Schultz says, is uh, a fit. Headline you'll see. Nick Dacos gets even better. I think that's a bit of tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I think absolutely he gets better. Like there's no reason to think he won't. Uh, we've got another user here. Uh, Heavy End 1149 uh, would love to hear about the main challenges to our back-to-back dreams. What is going on at Melbourne? See, Oliver. Oh, this is not Collingwood centric. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Brisbane. Did they get well? The main. Better? Well, I, I would say the main challenge to our thing is our. We'd fault. also love a, a barely touched him tribute to Taylor Adams. I will put together an audio package. Yeah, for that. We'll, we can put together an audio package. I will say Taylor Adams is one of the most underrated uh, inside midfielders of his time. His time at GWS and his earlier, his first five six years at Collingwood and the 2018 run in particular were very that I would put them up there in terms of I'd compare him in his prime in his prime to guys like Zorko to guys like Selwood to guys like you know yo guys yeah. that are really up and under big bodied inside midfielders Taylor Adams really stacked up with great. all of them with great. all of them now it's I've a got shame a, I got yeah. another couple of points here um I'm not even going to say this user's name. It's like 20 I's in a row. Uh, okay, or, yeah, or yeah. L's. We love you. Thank um, you for the question. Prediction, Bailey Smith and Ben King are Collingwood players by the end of the year. Now, I don't know about Ben King, but Bailey Smith, Smith lock I it in. See. Lock it I in. Is, see. No, it, it's done, Corey. Yeah, it's done. It's He's done. going to be He's playing for the be, Pies in 2025. Ben King, I'm not sure what this user is thinking of. I don't know what his contract situation is, yep. but... 
I, you know, maybe we've got money. Um, we've got cap space. Another another thing this user says, highlights for this year, back to back. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know. It, if, if it's, I, I would say, and I mean, like this is as, a, you know, being a Collingwood supporter uh, and feeling that 2010 and 2011 should have been back-to-back. This, if we don't make the grand final, it's a failure this year. Yeah. If we don't make the grand final. At least we, don't make, At least we have to make the top four. The four. We have to make the top. And if, you, with the, if the we go out of the final. four, it's got to be a. Pretty honourable loss. Yeah, it yeah. has to be a really bitchin' prelim that yep. we lose by a point or something. That that I would be fine with, but anything less than that is a failure. But Considering the talent that we've got, the high calibre that we've set and the coaching that we've got, this is – we're cherry ripe. Yep. We're cherry ripe. Uh, okay. We thank we thank the uh, Reddit users. Uh, we do on the, the so now let's there. go to the overall season predictions. Yes, uh, so we're gonna go with. Just give me one second, and we're back from a brief pause, Ben. Yes, so now we are going into the more concrete predictions in the season. Let's start with the Brownlow. I think that's always a good way Brownlow. to uh, do it. I'll leave it to you. Who wins the Brownlow this it's season? It's got to be Nick Dacos. You're going with Nick Dacos. It has to be. I think it's a very fair bet. You bet him last season. That was your prediction. And, and he did he win. He did technically win, except he didn't. But I like it. Now, I'm going to go. Probably Gordon. It's a safe bet. I'm going to go with a two-way tie. Okay. Nick Dacos and Errol Gordon. Oh, I hang think on. I, I didn't know that was allowed. Well, that's, I would have picked them both as well. Well, are you going to do that? Well, I thought we were picking okay, one. Okay, well, well, fine. Okay, okay so... <laughs> It is possible. It is possible for a tie. Uh, okay, how about this? I pick Nick Dacos. I'll you pick Errol. Errol. Okay, I will pick Errol. I'm fine with that. I will pick Errol Gordon. Let's pick Coleman Medal. Most goals okay. in the season are now, it's two you, years you in a row for Charlie two Gordon. Two Peter. I mentioned two meter Peter. That's a huge shout. I also mentioned Jamara Eagle Hagen. Now I like the Jamara more than I like the two meter Peter shout. I kind of like the two. Now, are we going to split the difference on this again? Are you going to go Jamara? I would. I want to go Jamara. I yeah. kind of do too, but I feel like I've inspired you to do it, which is fine. Well, you have, which is yeah. fine. Okay, well, um, let me let me let me use you, my you own pick, thoughts. But also, you've got you know, there's a lot of guys. Let me use my own you, thoughts. You just pick pick someone. Pick someone. Now, what about someone out the box? What about if Oscar Allen? That's a good pick. Honestly, I would rate Oscar Allen as a pick. Like, who else is going to be kicking goals there? No one. No one. You know what? I'm going to take Oscar Allen. Yeah, okay. I like it. I am going to go. Oh, I'm going to go with Peter Wright. You're going to go two meter Peter. I'm going to go two meter Peter. I think you should stick to your guns because you were quite adamant. When I the- I think he's he's just it's. I think Essendon are going to win more games. They're going to kick higher scores, and that's where the goal is going to come Shout from. Shout out to friend of the pod, a goose. Um, yes, uh, big Essendon hopefully fan. Hopefully he stays awake for an Essendon game this year. Yes. Look, I hope Essendon win a final. I really do. Oh, me too. I really do. I hope I, it's next I, year. Um, the, the, more, the more they miss out, every year I like them more because they just flop. Like it, 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 it's a weird thing. This it's year, a weird thing. This year Let's they, go. they looked like they were going to do it. Uh, premiers. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he's going to pick, ladies oh, and gentlemen. That's as difficult as when you, you sleep with a fat girl and yeah. she says, am I going to see you again? Oh, like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> so in this case, 
not seeing her again is the pies winning. Because that's the most likely I, outcome. I don't want to <laughs> say pies because I don't want it to be a lie. You just pick what you I'm going to say the pies. He's going to say the pies. You know, you know what? I'll back it up. He's, he's, he's saying the pies, it's ladies a, and it's gentlemen. It's been a long time, ladies it's and gentlemen. It's been a long time fu- since he's... I am fumbling. Since he's hit this sound <laughs> cue. the sound he's cue button. He's fumbling. There, there it, is. it is. There, there it, is. is. there it is. The pies are going to win the flag in 2024. Now, I'll tell you who I'm going with. And this may be... This may be a bit how you're going. I'm going with the Sydney Swans. Yeah. I'm going flag Sydney. See, I don't mind that. I think they're going to burst into the top four. Probably I don't mind finish. It. I, I, I reckon third or fourth. And then they're making a huge run. Now, if we they win an away qualifying final, and then they're all home we, from there. We, we spoke earlier about um, Sydney as a side and their brand and their and their players, their list and everything. But let's look at it from a financial business level, Sydney winning a flag is huge for the AFL. Well, it's already like they're already they've already won 05 and 2012. Yeah. And they sell out the well, I don't think they sell it out, but they get good crowds but at the SCG. It's it's a constant war between AFL HQ and the NRL yeah. to get people to games in the New Sydney, South Wales. The Sydney Swans as a franchise are a success. Yeah. They, they are a success. They whether Buddy Franklin played half the games he was contracted to or not, yeah. he was a moneymaker for them, like for the yes. exact reason. And I tell, I tell you who's going to be another star this year. I'm not going to put him in Coleman discussions, but he might go top ten in the who's Coleman. That? Logan McDonald. Yeah, I love that. Perth boy. Wait, Logan McDonald's from Perth? He's, from, he's a WAFL prospect. McDonald. He's going to be 22-23. I think he's going to up his goal output from last year. Now that Buddy's not there... He is their their go to target. You know what? He's their go to target. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the Swans. They're, the Swans are great. The, the Swans. Swans are great, every, and I love every watching. year. I have about four teams that I really hang my hat on. Of obviously the Pies. Last year it was the Pies, yeah. the Swans, uh, the Bulldogs, yeah. and probably the Hawks. Oh, and the Suns. The Crom for and, me. Yeah, the, the Crom for the me. The Crom as well. Oh, and the Dockers. I, I yeah. do love the Dockers. Let's let's move on. Uh, yes. Rising star. Rising star. Okay. Well, Harley Reid's got a yeah, lot of Yeah, he's, he? he, he's, he's, he's the odds-on favourite. Um, I'm going you know to what? go. If you, if you take Harley Reid, I'll take Curtin. Yeah, I'm not going to take either of them. Because okay. even though, yes, obviously Harley Reid is the easy pick, I just want to go a roughie. So there's a player that I really like who I commentated that got drafted to North Melbourne. Um, Not I, Malachi. I, I don't. No, no. Malachi's still sixteen. Okay, Malachi good, good. champion still playing for Subi we'll Colts. Keep that one under our hat. So there's a player called Riley Hardiman who okay. who who is gotten drafted drafted to North Melbourne. He's a running halfback. Hardman. He's a beautiful kick. Hardiman. Hardiman. So what type of body are we talking? Big body, little no, body? No, small body. Skinny fella. So I think it's 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 a huge roughie. He's probably not going to win the Rising okay. Star. And he, he, plays might, for he might not get a game, to be honest, but if he can get a couple. If he can get into the stuff. side, if, if 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 injuries go his way and he gets into the team, Riley Hardiman can fucking play. He can absolutely play. I like it. So I, I like him going there. And you, you do have a unique perspective on this because you do commentate waffle it's games. Hard, like most for of the, context. 
next dear listener, Ben does commentate Waffle Games. He gets to see a lot of these uh, young talents. Hardiman was the best Waffle Colts player I saw last year. Wow. He was That's the a best. big call. And it was like it, it was very similar to Dacos and Sheasel. Yep. He's just a great kick off a halfback. Yep. Like he just takes the game on and makes things happen by changing angles and transitioning. So he's a playmaker, you're saying? He's a playmaker. He's yeah. a playmaker off a halfback. Yeah. He's very, very good. Future leader. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Wooden Spoon. Let's Ooh. go Wooden Spoon. Oh, God, it's tough. I, 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 I'm look, the, the more I look at Richmond written down on the page, mm. the more I'm thinking Richmond. Yep. The more I'm thinking Richmond. Obviously, Eagles and North were very bad last year. Eagles, historically bad. Yes. I can't see them... Being that bad again, um, and the amount of uh, let's call it a vibe yeah. around the Richmond side, I can. It's easy, not good. It's not it's good vibe. Not a good vibe. It's not I, a good but vibe. But they've got Adam Uze, and I think Adam Uze is ready to be a good coach. <laughs> I think oh, it's, 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 it's empty. It's okay. It's I, empty. I think he's ready to be a good coach as well. I think he needs a year or two to do it. He's not. Well, he's not going to walk into that Richmond side. People said the same thing about Craig McRae. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. Are you comparing the Richmond Tigers to the Collingwood Football well, Club? Well, guess where Craig McRae was an assistant beforehand? It oh was the Richmond God, Tigers. I think North uh, Spoon. Okay. I think with the interrupted season that Clarko had last year, they're still at square one. You know um, what? Even though Larky is a fucking gun. You're putting North? Even yeah, I'm putting north. To, Even though, despite friend of the show Travis Stribley, yeah, and he will be listening to this. He will be. Trav, I am yeah. going to put Richmond as the spoon. Oh, it's huge. It's a it, spite move. Imagine if Tigers make the eight again. Imagine how good that would well, be. Well, my credibility will be shot. So I I did a TikTok series where I did the top fifty players. In Your the TikToks AFL. have been on fire lately, by the way. The Pokemon one. Fantastic. Thank you very much. But I put Dacos. Uh, ben, Benry in, at Benry in the booth Benry on in TikTok. The booth on TikTok. You know Thank you very mean. much. Um, I put Dacos at my number one in the yep. top fifty players, yep. and I had Bont at two. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. I got lambasted. I got abs because Bont was better than Dacos apparently. Oh, come on. I got absolutely fucking reamed for this. Come on. And I did a... But you put Bont at two. Yeah, yeah. And I put Green... It's like you put him at eight. I put Green at three as well. And I put... And just to show my non-bias, I put Sicily at ten above, above Darcy Moore. As a oh, defender, God. I put Sicily above Darcy If I Moore. had seen it, I would have come over and beat the shit no, out of I, you. That's insane. Yeah, either way, you that's, that's more a hold. below I, Sicily? I did. I did put more below Sicily. God, I should kill you. Sicily, uh, hey, look. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> what else have we got to predict? What other individual medals are there? Have I forgotten anything? Uh, uh, let's talk about the new coaches. Yeah, okay. So we've Uze. Got, we we just touched on it. I think he does bad. Not not because <laughs> not because just, of just his because. thing. But well, one he's thing we can talk about because you know this this is uh, something Stewie that Stewie Jew's gone. Stewie Jew's gone, and we've got Dimmer Hardwick uh, now, coming in. How much of an impact do you think that has? I think it has. Well, I think it's going to be huge. You know, one of the spicy things that not a lot of people are talking about is, um, and I feel like a dirty journo for saying this, but. Didn't Damien Hardwick like yeah? Get your vibrating phone off the table. Didn't Damien Hardwick bang a staffer at Richmond? Didn't that? I think he fingered her, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying there was a relationship, is yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. So yeah. 
he broke up with his missus. Yes. And um, I think it was because he yes. had a relationship with a yeah, something like that. a female staff member yeah. at Richmond. Yeah. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. That's just what I've heard. Out. She's pretty hot. What I've heard. She was younger. <laughs> so. She's younger. So does that impact I, his coaching I, From what I understand, that may be a part of why the relationships at Richmond broke down uh, because you've got, you know, th- th- so much of what the premiership pitch at okay, Richmond well, was worth more? was because we're, we're good guys, you know. This is why we're such a good team is because we care about Richmond. We're Richmond men. You watch the Amazon Prime documentary Making Their Mark, it's all about Damien Hardwick going, we're upstanding men. Sorry, I've rooted the stuff. Well, what's what's worth more, three premierships or fingering a 21-year-old? I would say three premierships for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Like as long as it was consenting, obviously. Of course, it's consenting. I, I would never say that. I would never say the opposite. But what I'm saying but is, like, if a bloke, that's why. F- that's why Dimmer's last year at the Tigers wasn't that good, is because he's had this awkward. Tension. It wasn't that good because the players didn't give a fuck. Yeah, uh, they've won three flags. What do they care? But they've had this awkward tension as well. So now he's clean well, slate. They've also clean got slate. some admin problems, Richmond. Yeah, they do. Clean slate. Mm. Dimmer's got a new team. Best yeah. coach of the modern era. Great best, young best team. Best coach by the of the way. modern era. Great team. Great young team. What if the what if the Suns come out and win like fire six up. in a row? What if that I wouldn't be shocked. It I wouldn't be shocked I either. Wouldn't be shocked. I would what if Took Miller is just on thirty five touches a game and fucking What if Sam Chop, Flanders What if Sammy Flanders Friend of the show Friend of the show he, Sammy Flanders your boy we love your you, Sam. boy we love you Sam we love you What if your boy Sammy Flanders is on 40 touches a game come six come round 6 it could be it could be the biggest season he in Suns history. He was fighting to get into that side and then when he did. And then he gets in and now he was and now, the best player in the VFL. Yes he was. All Season and they've just won the VFL flag, and then they put him into the side, and he was destroying in the just AFL, absolutely chopping up. So now, I don't know how the Suns are going to go. I, I don't know, but I'm they're incl- the one to watch. I'm inclined so, to that, think oh, that's we, we've done all these Brownlow's comments, everything. One to watch. I'm going to write Suns. that. One to watch yeah. is the Suns. Okay, put my one to watch Essington. Yeah, okay. Put Essington for me, uh, Essendon. And if you don't know why we're calling them Essington, it's due to Herbitron. We are Essington. Go no, and just, no, just no, YouTube. No, 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 no. The actual meme of oh. Essington is um, it goes deeper than that. Oh, There was a guy really? on an actual like, – it was on a Facebook thread or something. He accidentally said Essington and everyone oh, has been rolling with it ever so since. That's so funny. That's yeah. very, very good. Yeah. So I think we – okay, so we've now got Wooden Spoon. Now let's go ninth. Who's going to finish oh, ninth? God, that's so tough. It was tough last year. You know, it's actually easy. Carlton. Obviously. Oh, no. Oh, wait, no. Wait. You predicted top six. Flip a coin. You predicted top Carlton six. Carlton or St Kilda? Well, I don't have my wallet on me. Flip um, a coin. Carlton or St Kilda? No, I've got one for nine. nine? I've got one for nine. I'm going to go St Kilda. Okay, you're going St Kilda. I think, oh, God, who have we got in ninth? Oh, Jesus. It's going to um, be Carlton, surely. <laughs> Give me a think about this. Give me a think. Oh. Well, you did predict that Port would slide. They could I go think, ninth. I think Adelaide will go ninth again two years in a row. Yeah. Crumb. Yeah, the but Crumb. You, but you put Crumb. In the mid-six. You put him in the mid-six. That six. still counts. 
I think Crom Knight, you and it's going to be heartbreaking. No, nah, Port Lower. Port Lower. Lower. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Well, I'll put that in. Port Nine. So now that we've done, I think that's all of our season uh, stuff there. Let's go with other off-season news. And there's a little bit other sports news perhaps. I, because all of last season was you regurgitating Formula One information at me. Yeah, well, it was always a bit of a footnote on the episode. It was. And now, and I, am, now I'm really I, I have Formula started one. watching Drive to Survive. I, I mm. started watching it. And I'll tell you who my favourite boy is. Mm. It's not Ricardo. No. It's not Piastri. No. It's Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz Jr. Carlos Sainz. He's a lad. Oh, my God. Just what a handsome and we, man. We did tell a story uh, last year, late last year I've on the pod. I've probably forgotten it. I've where, probably forgotten um, it. He was in... Uh, I can't remember what country it was in. It was shortly after a race. He was out the front of a hotel um, and Ferrari is sponsored by Richard Meal. Okay. It's a watch, a watch brand and their watches yep. go for about mm, half a million dollars <laughs> each. And Carlos Stones was wearing one and he got mugged. Oh, no. And he chased the rubbers down the street, subdued to them. And oh, got my his, God. Got his watch back. Uh, so I'll he, tell you what that is. Lad. That's cardio. Yep. That's cardio, and that also, is. And also, Carlos Sainz Jr., the F1 racer. Yes. Carlos Sainz Sr., uh, if anyone uh, listening is over the age of about 30, yeah. Carlos Sainz Sr. was a world rally champion oh. in the early to mid-90s. Three or four world rally championships, I believe. Wow. And just days ago, he won the Paris, Paris to Dakar rally. He's still racing. At 63 years wow. old. Wow. That's amazing. There's I a, love Carlos even more There's a now. great video online of uh, Carlos Sainz Jr. Yeah. Rocking up to the finish line, su- surprising him. And Carlos, oh. Carlos Sainz Sr. comes out of the car. And if you listen, if you're not aware of the Paris Dakar rally, it takes two weeks. Yeah. It's several thousand kilometers over sand dunes. You're in big four wheel drives. Uh, you have to navigate your own way. It's a grueling, grueling event. And Senior wins the race. He's won it like three times before, by That's the way. That's amazing. And Junior, the F1 fucking lord, yeah. is there to greet And him. also one of the most handsome men you will ever Very see handsome. in your life. He's like Spanish, this is, they're Spanish men. Oh, of course. Like this is this is like, you know, like, where, where, like me and Nadia have been watching this together and I'm like, look, you know, the way to get Nadia into this is with how handsome the drivers are. They're all handsome. Uh, well, you know, I think Ricardo's overrated in terms of handsomeness. He's Rick, not that hot. But that's that's Rick, that's part of his thing. Well, he's not no, handsome. no, I find Ricardo cringe. That's that's me watching now, it. Do you want some? He's a bit cringe. You want some off-season sauce? Yeah, g- give it to me. Well, like, keep in mind, I'm up to season three. No, so. I mean off-season as in off-footy season sauce. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did put this in our group chat. Yes, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, might have been just before Christmas or just after. Yeah, go on. I saw Daniel Ricardo. Oh, you did now, in Frio, didn't you? We are recording this, dear listener, from Perth, Western Australia, yep. which is the hometown of Daniel Ricardo. Yes, he is a WA boy. I saw Daniel Ricardo driving down the street in a purple custom McLaren. Fuck. And I thought that it was him. I saw it. I thought it was him and I looked it up, looked up the registration, looked up the car. It's his custom Fuck. one. It's his custom so cool. McLaren that he got four years ago wow. uh, from joining the McLaren team. They made it. It's so a, it's a still, one of one. So keep in mind, I'm not up to date. Is he still on McLaren? No, he's 
with Red Bull now. Oh, uh, is he's, he back with Red yeah, Bull? Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah, so, so he's back with Max. He's no, 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 no. So there's two Red Bull teams. Yeah, AlphaTauri Alpha Tor- and whatever. He the was fuck. the AlphaTauri driver. He yeah. came in halfway through the season, and now this year the big revelation is both teams are going to be driving the same car. So the AlphaTauri car is a piece okay, of so shit. Okay, so who's the tracker. second? Who's the second Red Bull driver? Yuki Tsunoda. Where's Pierre Gasly? Oh, wait, 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 no. Where's so, Pierre? Pierre Pierre drives for Alpine. What the fuck is Alpine? Renault. That's the Renault. Oh, team. okay. All right. Yeah, it's yeah, Alpine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Renault. Okay. Oh, good for him. So you've got Yuki Tsunoda. Yeah. Daniel Ricciardo is in Alpha. In Alpha. In Alpha. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you've got Max Verstappen and um, uh, Sergio Perez. Yeah. Okay. Sergio. Yeah. So yeah, everyone's yeah. been thinking Sergio Perez is going to get dumped and Ricciardo is going to oh. go up. But now I got to tell you, it doesn't matter. I'm on board. There's four of this. I am fucking on board with this Formula One shit, man. I am well and truly on board. I'll tell you what is also a nice little thing that got Nadia on board was um, uh, what's his name, Christian Horner. Uh, The um, he's great. He's well. He's married to a Spice Girl. Yeah, and Spice. And Jerry Halliwell. We're we're looking right at the Spice Girls 25 uh, anniversary vinyl. uh, Jerry Halliwell. Next episode, dear listener, we will have the video. First episode is Jerry Halliwell. Nadia's like, oh, well, oh, it's Jerry. Oh, we're in. And Christian (laughs) Horner is a a beloved figure on the F1 paddock. He is an absolute king. He is a king. Yeah, Adrian Newey. And also another. And this is the last little Formula One news bit we'll get into. We'll move on. They've gotten rid of Gunter. Haas. Haas is, they've sacked Gunther, yeah. who is literally I carrying the happen. show. They, he's carrying See, the I've show. Never, I've never watched the show. He is the best I've, bit of the show. I've never watched the he's show. He's the best bit. But the, uh, what I will tell you about Haas is Haas, uh, they don't care about being competitive because Gene Haas is uh, a billionaire. What people don't realise about Haas is his ma- uh, manufacturing machines, his CNC machines that make metal parts and everything. It's the most widespread manufacturing machine operator on the planet. And he uses the F1 paddock as a marketing tool. He gets prospective clients to come. And to him, that's worth more than anything. He doesn't give a shit about getting further up the grid. So the sacking of Gunter and the, the hiring of Komatsu, who was the lead engineer... It's actually like a step in the positive direction. Well, so much of uh, this sacking has been I I love Gunter and his Twitter. He's now off the leash because he's been sacked. Yeah. And literally every single tweet he's done See, is... I've never watched the show, but apparently he swears a lot. He does. Yeah. He swears a I lot. Like and all of his tweets since then have been, Gene, you didn't give me any fucking money, you're a fraud. <laughs> every single bit is like, I'm off the leash now. Gene, you're a fucking idiot. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you, you don't think we're doing well? You didn't give me any fucking money, Gene. Now, you're a wanker. Should we move on from F1? Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Should we yes. briefly talk about um, the Big Bash? We can talk about the Big Bash. So now, f- for once, the Scorchers are not in They're the final. Out. The Scorchers are out. I took it for granted. I just assumed that they would be well, in. Well, this is part of being a Perth person. Is yeah. uh, Now, the Big Bash has been going like 10 years, I pretty it? Much, I watched every Scorchers game. Yeah. And then the, that game where they got knocked out, I was doing – I can't remember what I was doing. I was yeah. probably off it. But I was like, yeah, they'll win it. Who is the Scorchers coach? Justin Langer. Is it Justin Langer? Justin Langer, the best so cricket I, coach I, on earth. I 
put up a video of um, uh, it was a it was a sketch video of what Big Bash coaches did, which is nothing. And <laughs> it was like, boys, just hit the ball far. Just hit it. Um, just hey, um, when you're bowling, if you see the ball coming aim, at you, aim for the stumps. Yeah, yeah. Hit it. Walk in with the bowlers, lads. Uh, just, I'm sure you just, annoyed quite a few cricketers. No, with that no. One. All of the comments were like, this is exactly what it's like. <laughs> even even people who are like. Who would uh, I could see TikTok profiles that were like their life is cricket. Now, they were like, yeah, big bash I, coaches don't do what anything. What I will counter that with yeah, is while the Scorchers were winning all those championships, Justin Langer was also the coach of the uh, WA Sheffield Shield side. Yes. Who have, have been the champions forever. Yeah, I'll write that. He was the coach of the Australian one-day side who yeah. won the World Cup. Yeah. And he was the coach of the Australian test side who won every yeah. game they ever played in. Yep. Yeah, well, and then they sacked him. What from... do you do when you coach 2020 cricket? What do you do? Listen, I don't know, but all I'm saying, <laughs> all I'm, all I'm, oh, now it's just a mystical thing. No, oh, yeah, yeah. All I'm saying is he's the best coach at not just T20, but. Every doesn't form the of captain coach the team? Oh, who cares? I don't know. Doesn't Paddy Cummins coach the Australian you just team? Get, you get Andrew Ty in there and get yeah. another bloke in there, oh, and just we fucking win. throw the. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. It's it, it's all fucking fugazi. It's we all, win. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I feel like Leo DiCaprio here well, in, Wall, in Wolf of Wall Street. Listen, Was all this be, legal? Absolutely not. There's got to be something to it. We've won mostly every time that there's a. It, I'm telling you, it's luck. How have we we won six times and there's been eight things? Because the rest of the players are shit. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, that's enough T20 cricket. Enough T20 cricket talk. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, I missed the UFC the other day. Uh, Strickland lost to the Sapper. Strickland versus Sapper. Oh, I missed this. I haven't watched the highlights. I was looking forward to it for quite some time because um, if you were a, a repeat listener of the pod, I'm not a fan of South Africans, uh, let alone yeah. let alone Drikas two places. Yeah, he won you know, it on I'm a split just decision. going to go it. I'll, I'll keep my distance. It I'll, was I'll... as close as a fight can be. Okay, you know, yeah. uh, he's. Uh, I'm biased. Who would you give it to? Probably Strickland. Yeah, uh, his strikes to the face were insane. He hit him in the face about a hundred times. Yeah. Drikas's face was all fucked up. He couldn't open his eyes. I did see the picture of him in the press conference. He was It was fucked. bad. It was bad. But the thing was, Drikas was more uh, active with the takedowns and trying things. But Strickland's jab, especially the left hand, would uh, just open him up. Especially yep. in the, the first two rounds and probably the fifth round. It's as close as a fight could be. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. If someone scored it. Just the other way, that's fair as well. Um, a split decision is never good for anyone in any combat sport. Of course, especially a championship the, fight. The thing is, Dana White is a piece of shit. of a cocksucking piece of shit. dickhead. Yeah. But his comments after the fight, I actually had to agree with. Yeah, okay. The thing, we're in a championship bout, um, in, a, in a belt bout, you got to take it from the champ. Yeah. you got to take it from him. Yeah. Like, you have to decisively get it, otherwise... No. And to my eye, as an completely unskilled, scrawny motherfucker, yeah. he didn't get it. Yeah. Like, okay. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Strickland's thing. But the Dana's dream, Strickland derailed uh Dana's dream. The dream was to have Drikas v uh, Adesanya yeah, in yeah, Africa. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the money fight. That is the money. That is the money. So Strickland winning the belt, fuck that up. 
Yeah. So Drake is getting it back. It's all good now. Yeah, it could it could work. So I've the got the first another... UFC event ever in Africa yeah. with a Nigerian versus well, a South you know, African. We're living in the African decade. My God. Up. So I've got another sporting one for you. The Asian Cup is going on with the Socceroos right now. So uh, we are uh, we uh, drew with Uzbekistan last night. Now uh, is this the men or the women? Men, 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 men. The Socceroos. Uh, yes. We drew with assholes Uzbekistan. Uh, last night, I don't know whether we're top of the group, but we may well be. But I've got a bone to pick with Graham Arnold as the Socceroos coach. Okay. Now we've got. Where, and now before you before you go yeah, on, go on. Can I make a prediction? Not yeah. knowing anything about yeah. this, the Socceroos have traditionally, for the past fifteen years, been an extremely defensive side. We are still an extremely are you defensive about side. To, are you about to say something about being too defensive? Yes. Yes, I yes. absolutely am. Yep. So continue. No, it's about the selection that Graham Arnold has. We yep. have got a guy named Bruno Fornaroli in the Socceroos side. Sorry, can you say that name again? Bruno Fornaroli. That is fantastic. He's an, I believe, and I could Straight be wrong here, Sopranos, he's an Argentinian national. So he's been, uh, you know. An, uh, it, it, How old is this bloke? Oh, he'd be 38. Oh, no, what? no, let me, let me, he's old. <laughs> what? Hang on Dude. a second. 38? I thought you were going to say 18. No, 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 no. He, he is. Hold on. Bruno Fornaroli. Let Bruno me, let me have a look here. Are we allowed to play 38-year-old Argentinians in the Australian side? Is Bruno it? for no, 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 because he's now been playing in the A-League for like 10 years. Oh. So he's nationalised okay. into an Australian side. So okay. Let me have a look at his oh, age. Oh, we do that here. with Fijians in rugby all the time. He's bought. He's thirty six. Sorry, he's thirty six. Okay, and he is bossing the A League. He is absolutely bossing, and he's committed to playing in Australia for the last ten years, to the point where he's an Australian citizen. Yeah, he's got he's a wife. He's now an Australian shit. citizen. He's got. Yeah. He's, he lives here. Yeah. So Get him in. Our Socceroos striker throughout the World Cup was Mitch Duke, who I'm sorry is a bit shit. He's not. He's great at everything Mate, except what you a could, you could get Sam Kerr into the man into the men's team. I completely fucking agree. Yeah. He's Mitch Duke is great at everything except what a striker does, which is touching, scoring goals, touching the box, scoring, scoring goals, goals, being clean, fucking Bruno, they, Bruno is next level. You look it, at there was a goal. There was a goal. Bruno in the A-League, the first A-League game I watched this year, and I got Paramount Plus now. I've been watching some A-League yeah. games. Bruno got a fucking goal. He got a hat trick this game. Playing <laughs> playing for playing for fucking whatever team he's playing for. He got a hat trick. The ball comes into the box. He does a Rabona where he fucking goes. I don't know what that is. Like this. Okay, he behind the, the ankle. Ben ball. Ben is displaying it to me. It's behind the ankle when top you step corner, the left top corner, ankle and boom. then Put it behind the, he your other ankle. He kicked three goals it. in the first half. What? And now he's out. So what team does he play for in the A-League? I think it's victory. I think it's okay. victory. Mel- let that's me, a Melbourne let me just, uh, that's Yeah, a Melbourne, Melbourne victory in 2022. So he's this amazing striker. Yeah. This, I believe, let me just double check that he's bloody and Argentinian. he is eligible to play for the Socceroos. You're sure of that? Yes, he's in the team. Yeah. He, he got subbed on the other day against fucking Syria. Uh, he's Argentinian. Uh, but uh, uh, sorry, uh, hang on. Messi's from there. He was born in Salto, a, ro- a remote town in Uruguay. Sorry, bordering Argentina. Oh, yeah. He started playing football in the age of three. By the age of twelve, he travelled to Montevideo. 
by bus after being offered a trial by Nacional, hoping to become a professional footballer on the same bus he befriended Luis Suarez. Now, so this is a guy who has been so high above the Socceroos yes. team in terms of his, his whole career. His whole career. Mitch Duke could not hold and now a he's fucking here to get the bag. Now he's here to, to, to get, get the, the bag. bag. To get the bag. And now we've got him in the Socceroos team. Him. And Graham Arnold's like, no, I'm not going to play him. Now, Graham, he's he's an Argentinian. Yeah, he's just you've got to put use him, him in the box. Put him in and the now, box. This is the this is the greatest folly of uh, I don't know who the governing body of uh, body Football is. Australia. Football, Football Australia. Football Australia. So. There has been con- some controversy in the past couple of years of who runs the A-League because Football Australia... Well, now Perth Glory are in the shit. Well, Football Australia relinquished control of the A-League to a private organisation. <laughs> yes. Because they they thought they could do it better and it, that was two years ago and now they're doing worse. But that's, that's another story that we can touch on. But the Socceroos, it's the greatest folly of, of football, round ball in this yes. country... That everybody gets excited. The World Cup is happening. We're all doing it. And the style of football, soccer, that we play is so ultra defensive that yep. it's like it's like getting rubbed off at the base of your car. I'll tell you never, what I would do. Coming. I'll tell you what I would do. And I'll tell you who's in we the need, market. We need an exciting we need coach. brand. We need an exciting coach. And I'll yeah. tell you who's on the fucking market right now. Who? Eddie Jones? No, no, better. <laughs> Better, way better than Eddie Jones. Someone who's just been sacked from Roma in the Serie A in Italia. One, Jose Mourinho. Throw the checkbook at him. At Jose Mourinho. Throw the checkbook at him. Give him a million dollars. Give him a million dollars. And you put Bruno at striker. You put Jose as manager. Boys, <laughs> boys, we will win the World Fucking Cup. We will. I, I'm fucking telling you. Compared to Graham Arnold, my God. Jose Mourinho, just let it happen. I love it. What other sport have you got, Corey? I'm getting too upset. I'm getting too upset. Listen, I think I think we've gone through it. I, I'm going to hit... Well, we've got other, other news. We've got the Oscar noms that came out the other now, day. I would, I've, got a, I've got something to I've bitch got about so, there. I've got something, and I'm hoping it's not the same thing about what, you. Well, what are you bitching about with the Oscar noms? Well, as you know, Ben, yes. I hate it when there's a certain sect of people yeah. that like to complain about anything. Yeah, go on. They're just the guys that like to complain. So yeah. you've mentioned the Oscar nominations. Well. Yeah. They've come out today, and they uh, have. They have. Margot Robbie just not been nominated. Didn't get nominated, which is a Greta Gerwig did not get, get nominated. nominated. But, but Barbie got nominated for best picture, and Ryan Gosling got nominated for best best supporting actor, which he does which deserve. He was the best. Actor he in was the, movie. the be- yes. Now the internet has lit up and yeah. said. The whole point of the movie was that the patriarchy is bad. And it is. And, and it that is. That is the point yeah, of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yes, yes. But that doesn't stop him from being the best actor yeah. in the movie. I would still nominate Gret, uh, Sorry, I would nominate Margot for best actress. Yeah, she wouldn't win, but you could. But you nominate her. But uh, and have I you seen all... Anatomy of a Fall? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. That's gonna win. Okay, that's, that's uh, uh, but also uh, it's. Barbie is nominated for Best Picture. My point but being. But Greta is not nominated for Best Director. No. My Why? Po- I, it, she, she deserves should, it. She should be at least she des- nominated. She should be nominated. She shouldn't win, but yeah. she should at least be nominated. I'll tell you. My point, yeah. my point being, the internet is lit up with this, like, 
It's against the point of the movie. It's like, yeah, the movie is a self-contained thing. Yeah. And the also, movie is not like, the, think about what the highlight of the movie was. It was, it was Ryan, Ryan Gosling. It was Ken. I walked out of that movie. I got it. I got the point. Yeah, I yeah, said, yeah, yeah. I, it was beautiful. I cried, I, cried like, in that I, movie. I, I thought it was fantastic. It was fantastic. I said yeah, to Chloe, yeah. I was like, man, that might be one of the best movies I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, it was. It was. If Ryan Gosling doesn't get an award for that shit, yeah. I'm And also me. he's nominated for Best Original Song with Mark Ronson for I'm Just Ken. And if he doesn't win that... I will be very, very fucking upset because at the Golden Globes, Billie Eilish's bullshit song, you know, the one where Barbie's having the moment. It's not I'm Just Ken. And also I would appreciate if Dua Lipa got nominated, but she didn't, you know, watch me dance, dance the night away. That is a big song. I'll pull you you away from this for a a brief moment. Yeah, go on. Because there's a headline that I saw today and perhaps we can finish with this. Yeah, we can. We can. And if... Dear listener, thank you for thank you for listening. This, thank this you for long. listening. I saw a headline today. Yeah, Scott Morrison to retire. He's quit politics. From politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he knows it yet, but the articles no, no, have come no. out. He's he's he made a post, didn't did he? he? I think I think he did. I think he did. I saw it yesterday. So uh, the worst prime minister in our history. The worst. Well. It's it's subjective because we had a guy named Billy Graham who was apparently very bad. Never heard uh, of him. I never heard of him as well. Yeah. But I have a mate's dad who was like old and lived through it, or yeah. his dad lived through it. Yeah. Apparently, um, no, no, sorry, not Billy McMahon. <laughs> Billy McMahon. Billy McMahon. Ah, okay. Sorry, yeah. Billy Graham was the preacher. Billy McMahon was apparently a I'm dog the son of a shit preacher, preacher man. But yeah, Scomo was exceptionally bad. Very wasn't bad. He? I remember. Very bad. If we're going to talk about lowlights from his prime ministership, what Um, what, what would you think of? Fucking the economy in every sense. Um, Secretly making himself the head of six departments without um, telling the heads of those departments, which is illegal. Yes. Um, Defiling our entire sense of liberty. Yes. Um, Lying at almost every turn. Uh, being a gremlin and a worm. And also, like, yeah, the thing with... Proclaiming that uh, it was God that... that wanted him that to be Prime Minister. him to yeah. do whatever he wanted. Um, yeah, I mean, you could just go on and you on. You could go on. The thing, with, the thing with Scotty was, like, the it, it goes to... It speaks to how untalented the Liberal Party is now because... He was the best they had. Well, he was in kind terms, of set up as a fall guy, ter- and yeah. he accidentally won. In terms, because it was they didn't a, he, think it was that he was going to win. Dutton, it was like, oh fuck, we'd rather Scotty than Dutton, because and that's why Dutton's, Dutton's in that now. Bad. Yeah, d- yeah, that's why Dutton's in now. But like when you compare, uh, and I always talk about modern politics in terms of mm. pro wrestling, you've got to be able to cut a promo. Well, it's very similar. You've got that? to cut a promo. Yeah. Scotty compared to the rest of them, like after Julie Bishop left, he was the only guy that really could cut a promo. Yeah. Not a good one, but yeah. he could sort of get in he front of a press to conference. The he does. But there isn't any of those. There's not. And Scotty could get a half decent promo in front of the media, but it wasn't great. It wasn't good at all. The, so, I don't hold a hose thing. I don't hold a hose. That's like going to going to Hawaiian. Man. Shit. I mean, yeah, even, it's not even, good. Even even fucking. But I got to tell you, even Tony. If we even Tony, Tony's more entertaining than Scotty. Tony, way Tony more, had way been a, more. Tony had been a, f- a volunteer firefighter his yeah. entire life. Like you're not saying anything, Tony. Yeah, like, <laughs> the, the the interview where Tony, where, uh, when Tony didn't believe in something, you know he didn't believe in it. 
he when was he, when he summed up the entire Syrian conflict as, oh well, it's baddies versus baddies. Well, you know that's that's a, a, that's a level of subtlety that we couldn't get these but, days. But at least he believed what he, he was he saying. He did believe what he was saying. He did. Either way. I think we may call it there, dear listener. Yeah, We're an right. hour and a half into it. We'll end it. And we'll end it. We've done it. I think we, we, we've done an all right job. Thank you very much for listening. This has been episode zero of season two of the Barely Touched now, Podcast. I will, I will say, as as you have said, it's episode zero. Uh, we'll be back with episode one uh, with some with some sound bites, some yes. bits and pieces, yeah, some yeah. new. Segments. It'll be a lot more together. It'll be and, a lot more together. Uh, feel free to message. In. Oh wait, no. No, Corey, no. We had some mailbag questions. Oh, you want to do no, some mailbag? No, 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 no. Don't, don't fucking do it okay, yet. We because won't end uh, it. we've we got some mailbag questions. Vamp, vamp for a moment, mate. Vamp. Uh, should I do a song and dance number? You do, you do what you want. Or if do I do a dance, but this one's not on, uh, not on the camera, so they won't see the dance. Oh, I've got an idea. I'll just press oh. this over and over. Just keep talking. I've got to scroll all the way back. Oh, uh, more facts, to, the, more facts. to the bloody uh, no, but thing. dear dear listener, we we have new segments. Um, Here we go. I got interviews. I got, okay. um, more on. The I've way. got I've got the thing. Uh, first question from Young Versace. Uh, this is the mailbag. That's JL. That's John. Yeah. Uh, why did Corey's uncle barely touch him whilst he was growing up? Was he not pretty enough? Okay. All right. More money. <laughs> <laughs> No, we did. We okay. quite serendipitously, we just did run into my uncle on the golf course. We did. We actually did. <laughs> and he did. So I won't. He's a fine man. He's and a, nothing. No molesting happening. Happen. It's okay. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, Brand. Jesus. <laughs> Brandon Skane says, uh, "Do you guys, when you're blind, feel your way around an orgy, or just dive in head first? Column A, column B. Yeah, I, and I've been in more orgies than than Ben has. I have not been in any. So well, it's yeah. all it's all you here. Yeah, a lot. Um, yeah, sometimes you got to dive in. It depends. It depends what your partner feels. You know, yeah. you got to hold hands and whatever she's feeling okay. or, or he, whatever. That's really nice of you to say that. Yeah. Uh, beer drinking gardener says, uh, "Is Ollie Lord eligible for boy selection, no. or does his four goal qualifying final rule him out?" I'm going to no. say no. no he's too no. famous that's now. No. You've got to think more obscure. Yeah. You've no. got to think more obscure that's than no. that. And uh, we will get more into the boy criteria. The boy. Yeah, episode the one. we get to the season. Well, let's do, we can tell you right now. What the boy is, is, okay, one, he's got to be under the age of 25 before yep. the season starts. Yep. Two, can never have won any individual award ever in his career. So that's. Rising Star, fucking Brownlow, certainly not. Uh, BNF can't be in the leadership group. Um, he can't be a media darling. No. Uh, am I missing any rules there? No, no I think it, that's it. As we get close to the season, we'll give some examples. So I would say Ollie Lord's a bit of a media darling. That's, He's that's, too much. That's a no from me. It's borderline, but no. It's borderline. Uh, another one from Beer Drinking Gardener, same question. Please put forward arguments for and against my beloved Crom making finals this year. Well, we've talked about that. We have talked, about, talked about it. That. I'm, I've got them at ninth. I'm bullish on top six. Yeah. Okay, we've got on another one. Six. What teams do you reckon drop out of finals? Saints, or, Port, and maybe D's, I reckon, says Ben Cutter, 23. All, all three of those, Ben. All I think, three of those. I think all three. What do you say? Port, Port 
Saints, Saints Port and, and D's. D's. Yeah, I actually th- think all three. Yeah, all three I think all three as well. Van the Man 02. We love Van the Man. Oh, Van the Man. Uh, says, song recommendations from over the break. You go. Okay. Jeez. Um, uh, well, any, does it have to be a new song? No, anything been, you want. Anything you want, mate. Slipknot lately. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, especially stuff from Iowa, that album. Yeah, yeah, Very, yeah. very good. Obviously a lot of Paul McCartney. Of course. Um, yeah, not much new stuff. Bit of, um, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, God damn, I can't remember her name. The uh, the Melbourne singer-songwriter. A lot, a lot of know. female singer-songwriters. I don't listen to any new music. I would, I'll give you one. Um, uh, so, uh, Courtney Barnett is what I'm Oh, Courtney's cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, as a live sound guy, uh, I'm constantly looking for new sounds to test my speakers to. Oh, shit. Uh, I, what am I talking about? I should talk about some Perth bands. Uh, Last yeah. Quokka, Lonesome yeah. Last Quokka is very cool. Sweat. Um, Privilege. Dennis, Dennis Privilege Kometi. is a great song from Last yep. Quokka. Privilege by yep. Last Quokka. I would recommend one. This is a uh, old, like late eighties R and B banger. Uh, Don't look any further by Dennis Edwards. Don't mind that. It is an absolute humdinger of a bassline. I would also recommend "I Can Love You Like That" by All for One. If you yeah, want, okay. uh, I've been listening not, to a yeah. lot of Michael Jackson lately as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm always listening to Michael. You know, we're always a bit suspicious of Michael. Not me. I uh, love him. Memes about Crom says Chelsea are shit. Uh, yes, they are. Good. Um, are you doing a full prediction episode? He also says, just "Yes, done it. we've just done it. Just done it." Um, and I think that may be it. All right, Ben. Yep. I think we should hit it, and I'm going to end this episode uh, with a song by Las Quaka, who yes. we just mentioned. This of course, is from their latest uh, LP, Red Dirt. Love it. <laughs> 